0: What's going on, party people? My name is Kyle Springer, and you are listening to episode 5 of The Review Show. Uh, Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, I'm super excited to be here. I just mentioned my name was Kyle Springer. I'm one of the co-hosts, but along for the ride, I have...
1: Melissa Wilkinson.
0: Hell yes. Uh, I am super excited to be here and talk about this. This is the second time that you and I have gotten to podcast well third time technically but second yes. time on this show in particular yes um i and I, we just kind of did a time travel thing so i have already <laughs> kind of told you this story but i was really yes. embarrassed last week i was super well i i wasn't embarrassed but i was super nervous because I was
2: podcasting c-
0: c- 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 with new people. And I was so excited. It was more like happy. Ex- like happy, nervousness. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is so awesome. I get to podcast with new people. Um, but I, I ended up screwing up the, int- the intro. Uh, and I was like, you, you are listening to the episode four of the <laughs> Whatnots Review Show. And it was not. I was not supposed to say that. I was supposed to say just <laughs> episode four. Uh, but it ended up coming out as the episode four.
1: Well, so. I think it deserves that article. I think it, it is <laughs> yes. it is legendary. It is historic. It is the episode four. The it one you the, got.
0: It is the one. The one where you made your first canonical appearance. <laughs> yes! With the whatnots <laughs> on the review show. Uh, yeah, it was good. I, I had a blast talking about the Infinity Gaunt- Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. with you and eric manix
2: that was yeah. that
0: was good it was fun a little bit of housekeeping for everyone out there listening right now uh i just mentioned that we have an episode on the infinity gauntlet uh, which is the comics that the latest avengers movie infinity war is very very loosely based off mm-hmm. of so, if you've seen the movie and you wanted to check out the comics as well, you guys can go read that. And then we have an episode all about that. Go check it out. It is up now. Also, if you have seen Avengers Infinity War, we put up our our episode of The Reactor Core, which is another podcast that we do. Uh, and it is a spoiler cast of Avengers, of Avengers Infinity mm-hmm. War. Um,. So go go check that out. That we 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 literally just recorded that. However, this will be coming out a week after that comes out.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Um. Gotta love timey wimey time travel release dates mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, that will have came out last week. So go go check it out. Um. We talked for a good long time. It was like an hour and forty minutes. Um, almost.
1: Yeah, we talked for approximately like I don't know 75% of the actual length of the movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it 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 was a, a lot of stuff to say and a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, yes. That said though, this week on the review show on episode 5 Not episode Mm -hmm. four, on episode five. The episode five. (laughs) Um, We are talking about the classic Steven Spielberg movie, Mm -hmm. E.T., the extraterrestrial. Um, He sure is. Yes. He is extra. (laughs) Um, No, like, yeah, so we, you, you were the one that picked this, since it was your Mm -hmm. first episode uh, last week, uh, which... But but by the way, we we didn't really get to talk about it. Um, I kind of wanted to wait for an episode. Well, on on I, I didn't want to wait, but I I didn't know if Eric was going to be on this episode or not. Yeah. Um, but you, Melissa, are going to be jo- mm-hmm. joining me basically full time here on yeah. the, the review show. We we didn't mention that. I was just like, we mm-hmm. I'm not alone anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nope. I intend to be here. Absolutely every time. I will let you know if I had, like, some crazy wrench thrown into my schedule. And, like, if there's ever a time where I don't have time to do the actual reading or watching or whatever that week, I can still show up and you can just talk towards me. Exactly. While you record the podcast. Exactly. I'll be your sounding board.
0: There you go. That that, <laughs> that works. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you're going to be here full time. I'm super mm-hmm. thankful for that because... Paul, who I had been doing this for the past like two and a half years yeah. with, uh, stepped down, uh, and it, it's difficult to podcast by yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. It, it,
0: it is very hard. Um, but, but yeah, so you'll, yeah. you'll be here. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to give you the opportunity to make your first pitch, make like, Hey, mm-hmm. this is what we're going to do. Um, we still haven't figured out exactly if we're going to change the way we pitch things or not. I'm actually yeah. not prepared at the moment to pitch something <laughs> for next week. Um, oh. so I'll, we'll figure that out at the end of the episode mm-hmm. here. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, you made your first pitch. You picked it all on your own. You surprised me. <laughs>
1: cuz i i made this choice like hours before the podcast went live mm, which is what I, totally I was talking fun. about yeah yeah like i had other stuff in mind and it ended up not being easy enough for everybody to attain mm-hmm. like okay i shouldn't go for something that's very new or like fairly uncommon like i need to go for a real mainstream pick for cl- and remove the classic. worry of where am i going to find it yeah yeah so, yeah. well how about et like if you don't own it like you can wander into your local video store or library and they'll have it or your parents
0: easily. might have it Or yeah something, i borrowed
1: know? mine from my parents like or i just y- stared y- at my dad's dvds and i'm like that one
0: or or you might be a parent who has yes. it. yes you know yes um there you go so yeah i i, I think it was a good choice we we yeah. c- kind of both were like we haven't seen this in forever uh, yeah. So it, it's it's kind of neat to go back to something like this and be like, let's 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 see if it holds up.
1: Yeah, and it was something like I wasn't a hundred percent sure I had seen all the way through. Like I think maybe I watched it once when I was a little kid, or I watched right. it and like I fell asleep. And I'm like, there's so many things that pull from this. Have I seen ET, or have I just seen a combination of? Stranger Things and Mac and Me and Close Encounters and that put yeah that all layered together in my brain like oh yeah I've seen E. T. and I'm like (laughs) have I though
0: have I really
1: yeah so I wanted to do this I have a feeling I might do a lot of picks that are like I think I saw this once but let (laughs) me really watch it this time
0: that's a okay well yeah I'm I'm super thankful you're on this show I'm excited. Mm -hmm about ET here. Thanks
1: for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, so that said, you had your preconceived (laughs) notions of what you like. Maybe I saw this film. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Uh, what did you think upon second viewing?
1: (laughs) I enjoyed it. I didn't take a ton of notes because I was just very entertained like I just didn't want to look away from the screen. It was, I was very engaged the whole time. Yeah, say yeah.
0: Like, I I, eighties movies to me are kind of hit or miss. They're mm-hmm. either like the there's like three levels, right? There's like uh-huh. th- these ones are really good, uh, and that like they will stand the test of time, e- even if some of the th- of the technology might not hold up. Really, yeah. you know. But they're just good fun movies. Um, mm-hmm. some, some of them are just absolutely terrible <laughs> and other ones are so bad that they're amazing. And, yes. and you just like, this is, it's so much fun to watch these bad movies. Cause they're so mm-hmm. good because they're so
2: bad. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, they're, they're, they're like good, like popcorn movie night with your f- friends Oh, for sure. type of thing. Let's just sit here, put it on, make fun of it. You know, let's just have a good, a good time.
1: Yeah, so that's what Mac and Me is for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I know Eric really likes Hackers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was later. That was mid-90s. But True. Oh, boy. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it's right in that vein. Yeah.
0: Um, but I, I I think this one is easily in those, like, this is just a really good film. Yeah. Like, there's no way around it. It's, like, there's no, like... I I never felt like anything was really cheesy, in in this mm, film. Yeah, which is something maybe our generation or younger might expect from you know a mm-hmm. movie like that. They, they don't make them like they do now, you know. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, like I I felt I felt like this this really was just, like this is just all around a good film.
1: Yeah, it's. Oh, spellbinding seems a <laughs> very strongly fantastical word. But yeah, I felt like I see how this happens. Like, I'm just very engaged in the story of this little boy and this alien and this beautiful California scenery. <laughs> and it's just felt like very peaceful. Like, oh, oh it's, it's time for E.T.
0: It's a very small film, is what I yes. noticed. Yeah. Yeah, it... um. Cause, 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 Like, I was thinking about this as I was watching it. Hollywood is all about remaking films. Mm-hmm. What would ET be like if they remade it? And I feel like they—I—I I never actually watched it, but there was that mm. movie. I think Echo was the name of it. Something about some yeah, like alien little robot. and yeah. these kids find it, and some—I don't know—something um, like that came to mind. But if 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 they were to remake. E.T., I kind of expect it to be a little bit bigger like more bombastic more fast paced action um, and th- that's just kind of what we've come to know out of Hollywood blockbusters mm-hmm. nowadays but I actually yeah. really like that it's not that, that it's this really yeah. small and intimate film
1: and it's m- less about like threat and tension and more about just exploration yeah like we, the audience, can see, oh, the government is coming for ET, but like Elliot has no idea. That's some like vague fear in his head, like oh, what if somebody came and cut you up? But he's mostly yeah. just like, here, let's play with my Hot Wheels.
0: Yeah, let's let's dress you up as Mrs. Nesbit from <laughs> story or something, you know, or, exactly. or, or, or what would be the inspiration for Miss Nesbit? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, like it's, it's just, it's, besides the film being about this alien who kind of gets left behind on earth and has to survive, um, Mm -hmm. like the film is really about learning to love something and then learning to let it go. Yeah. And I, I I think, I, I think that, that is something that I wouldn't really expect if this movie was remade today
2: yeah, um, I don't like know it,
0: I, I feel like it would kind of lo- I mean it would still be there but it would yeah. c- be kind of buried under some of the yeah the the looming threat of this secret government a- a- agency <laughs> of the man you know wanting to take E.T away and study him and dissect him and you know all, all that stuff and
1: I feel like if there was a modern version it would be a lot more rebellious. Like, Elliot would be, like, you're not... Like, he would see it coming, and he would be, like, so protective and, like, so hard against it and so fierce in trying to get other adults. Like, instead of keeping E.T. a secret, he would be trying to prove this to everyone and trying to get everyone to take him very seriously. Like, no, this is my friend. Let me introduce you to my friend. It's him. He's from space. Yeah. Nobody's getting to him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like... uh in in, Str- in stranger things because obviously Str- stranger things mm-hmm. reference this or you know took inspiration and stuff from this heavily um but it like in Str- in Str- in stranger things they go confront that threat multiple yeah. times and yeah. this doesn't have that he just like the threat comes and c- kind of starts to do their thing but they're like yo he's just trying to get home like you know that's mm-hmm. what we're gonna do like they just don't even look at the threat they or, or, or mm-hmm. s- see it as one really yeah like, I, I don't think elliot really understood that these guys were a threat mm-hmm. or or could have been one you,
1: yeah you know? and even then they're not that much of a threat i was very intrigued by the scientists in these movies and how they they are framed very sinisterly yeah but they're there's so. just they're just there to do their job and you've got the one lead scientist who is taking the bedside manner approach to this mm-hmm. but for the large part of them they're not really trying to work with this family they're trying to protect them and that core team of scientists is so focused on just like let's contain this thing let's make sure we understand it let's make sure everyone's safe and that's such a huge right important thing that there's not room for anything else their coldness through no fault of their own is the scariest feature yeah they don't mean the family harm but they don't mean them well they don't mean them warmth necessarily right. they are like we want you to be safe but we're not going to befriend you at all
0: yeah that was
1: t- <laughs> which in a movie all about friendship
0: yeah, <laughs> Yeah, like,
1: that's, that's, that's the threat. Like, you don't want to be friends with us? Oh, to, no!
0: To continue on about the scientists and stuff, I, I, I yeah, like, you, we've said, like, they kind of are presented as the threat, and I think they actually do it really effectively. Yes! Because you don't ever see their faces until the end. You only see mm-hmm. those, like, hip sh- shots, or the, the sh- shots of the k- keys, or, or their feet, and it's this real menacing, like, we don't know who these people are, but they're after us
2: mm-hmm.
0: kind of thing. And that works really well for, like, a secret government agency who might want to kidnap yeah. this a- 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 alien. But then it's mm-hmm. strange because, yeah, w- once you do finally see their faces, they're just like, what are we doing wrong? Like, wh- How? how can we help you more? You know, like
1: yeah like (laughs) Like they feel bad about what they're doing ultimately
0: it's (laughs) it to me that was the one like strange thing of like that's not how the government would react to an alien (laughs) on 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 earth let's be honest here you know like Mm -hmm. they they would keep that thing they would study it they would dissect it they would do whatever they wouldn't help that (laughs) thing get home and
1: (laughs) This yes, is the hippie California branch of
0: the government, I guess. Sure, and e- even then, they did chase after the kids when, when they like, you know, stole them and got them out and, and stuff like that. Oh. But it's
1: speaking of which go ahead which version of this movie did you watch because i watched the walkie-talkie version of it
0: oh goodness i i didn't even know there was multiple versions well
1: i think in the original version like some of the government agents like not like the scientist guys but like the guys in suits and badges like had guns they were waving around and then for like the uh, i saw the uh, one with guns (laughs) yeah yeah, the, he did a remaster later on, like, kind of at the dawn of the DVD age, which is the and copy they, like, that my dad had, and he felt bad about it. He's like, I feel like that gun was, like, too strong of a move, so he- I mean, it kind of was. shopped him. Yeah, they shopped it off, and now, like, they're waving walkie-talkies around. That's so funny. Right. <laughs> so I watched that one. It's got walkie-talkies, and I can tell no, there's Han some digital first. E.T. effects. Han, <laughs> Han shot first.
0: All all the way. Um,
1: Well, in this movie, uh, no one shoots.
0: True. But, like, there's the scene when they catch up to the the truck. And, yeah, Mm -hmm. there's, like, 10 to 15 guys all with pistols drawn, ready to use them. And the mom is like, no! They're just kids! No! No! You know? And it, it, like... That yeah, like that scene stood out to me of like oh yeah, they actually do have guns, um, which yes makes sense. But at the same time, yeah, they're kids and it looks like they're not. It, it looks like they weren't ever trying to shoot E.T. They like it mm-hmm. never seemed like they were threatened by E.T. But more so, what yeah. these kids would do, which is a little odd. Yeah. I don't know. Did 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 you get that feeling? Because again, we see the scientists like actually trying to help him out and save ET e- 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 mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And like, hey, what are we do- 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 doing to not you know screw this up? How 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 can we help? And then I when, like... once the k- 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 kids k- 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 come, it's like, oh, let's draw all the guns we have. <laughs>
1: I think like the scientists, you see that they themselves, they're not frightened of E.T. They just know this is our jobs. We have to take precautions. We have to do as policy says. And let's check out this alien and make sure he's safe. I think the badge and gun guys are similarly like, we don't know if there's any actual threat here. But to do our jobs right, we have to be prepared as if there is.
0: Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Like they they obviously have to be prepared, and I think mm. having the guns there makes sense. But it it feels like the only times they were actually, like actually prepared to use the guns were was on the kids, rather yeah, than yeah, this, which this was extra extraterrestrial thing that we don't know what it is, why it's here. You know, like they they not not once was like oh wait you can talk why are you here <laughs> what are you doing here
1: yeah nobody tried to talk to him and it
0: it yeah i mean it looks it looked like they were just like taking soil samples and plants and mm-hmm. stuff like that just learning about the environment yeah. which is kind of what got et in trouble he was just curious right He's like oh what's over here <laughs> you know um so mm-hmm. yeah, like it it yeah. it just kind of baffled me that it was <laughs> it was like they they had their guns ready to use on the kids but not this potential alien threat.
1: Yeah. Oh, I Weird. guess <laughs> The thing is that like you should not be shooting a kid, but I guess these agents know, oh, if we shoot the kid, like we can nick them. Somewhere very minor, they will bleed, we have medical teams around, the kids will be okay. We don't know what happens if we shoot this alien. Will he explode?
0: Yeah, is he (laughs) toxic?
1: Who knows? Yeah, yeah. We we know what blood is, we don't know what's inside that guy.
0: Yeah, maybe it's confetti.
1: (laughs) It's just more Reese's Pieces. (laughs) Yay!
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) The real message of this movie is keep candy around your house in case you need to befriend an alien.
0: In case of like aliens, keep candy.
1: You're not gonna lure an alien out with, like, carrot sticks.
0: Not at all. You won't lure me out with ca- carrot sticks. No. <laughs> the whole horse and carrot thing doesn't work. With <laughs> chocolate, on the other yeah. hand.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe the only alien you could lure out with carrot sticks is Beta Ray Bill. Yeah.
0: But potentially. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So what else? We talked about the weird response that the yeah. the, the the man had. The, the, the scientist. <laughs> what about the kids? What did you?
1: I like the kids. They felt very natural. Like I think everything the kids do felt like what the kids would do
0: they did and i think that's really hard to get especially for young actors right Mm -hmm. especially at like drew barrymore's age in that thing to make a character like as young as she is seem believable and that's what she would Mm -hmm. do that's difficult
2: yeah
1: Uh,
0: and i i don't was this her first
1: performance
0: i don't remember
1: I don't know if it's her first, but I know it's, like, one of the first. Like, one of the things that, like, really made her career. Made her, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Because she, like, I think my favorite part of her is when they're all sitting at the Dinner table, and yes, she's just repeating yes. the stuff like, "Yes, yeah, that's my pervert. part too." He, she was yeah, a pervert, yeah. and it's just like she's just there instigating. That is totally what the younger yeah, sister would she's, do. She's just
1: parroting. <laughs>
0: it's like, yeah, like she's she's being the parrot just repeating the 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 lines but she's also saying it in a way that will instigate like just more more tension and more like yeah what are you gonna do huh huh you know (laughs) oh he said that yeah yeah a pervert yeah huh (laughs) (laughs) She,
1: she was my favorite part
0: she's fantastic and then yeah and then she's just like I'm gonna dress you up
1: You have Mm -hmm. no say
0: in this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I liked how much of this movie was just kids being kids and kids doing playtime and like school Mm -hmm. and like pestering their brothers and sisters.
0: Yeah. Because I I think the the, when you first see the kids, I mean, that's that's kind of exactly what we get in Stranger Things, too. Right. They're sitting around playing some kind of D&D like game. (laughs) yeah um'm I'm not I'm not sure if it was that or or not, but yeah, it, it, w- it was some kind of tabletop board slash card game where you have characters and stats and you roll to mm-hmm. you know see if things happen. <laughs> and yeah, but like the 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 funny thing to me with that scene was it looked it, like they were in this awkward age of yeah, they look young enough like they actually mm-hmm. are kids, but yeah. it also looks like they're sitting around smoking.
1: Yes! Yeah!
0: And their mom and the is whole, right there.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> like,
0: there's, like, the smoking stuff. There's that, like, one, like, cent- cent- central, like, tabletop yeah, light.
1: they got such a restaurant setup inside their house, which I really it's, want. And I think it adds a lot of, like, interesting, like, drama and maturity to that space. It's a weird
0: maturity, yeah, because it made me think yeah. of those paintings of, like... People playing cards or, like, the the, the dogs playing cards, right? And it's that type of setting where they're just sitting around smoking, playing cards and drinking. And that's not something I expect from kids playing Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) But that's exactly what that scene was. Yeah. At least what it looked like. Um, So...
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're starting out being, like, very mature, and then at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, now we've seen, we've had to be really mature, like, we have had to help save a life and go through peril and fly. Yeah. (laughs) This is way better than just, like, oh, can we order our own pizza? But
0: even then, the stuff that they do, like, escaping these scientists and police officers to go help this alien out and we're flying on bicycles and, you know that sounds so fantastic and yeah. it's one of those things like yeah no one's going to believe you mhm you know what i mean like yeah you, like that might be one of the more mature moments in your life where you actually did something to to help someone else yeah. and you didn't think about yourself right but then no one's going to believe you cuz it's like you 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 saved a what now <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you saved an alien <laughs> I, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. But yeah, crazy.
1: How did you like the mom? Uh, I don't know. I thought the mom was in. Well, I thought the way the movie treated the mom was interesting because you get. Like, in particular, there's the scene where, like, they don't come home on time on Halloween. Yeah. And she's sitting there and she's like, you can tell she's worried about them. But you also tell she's just lonely. Like, now that the house is empty and she doesn't have those kids around, she's like, I am here by myself. My husband has left me. And I thought about how rare it is that I've seen this kind of a movie that portrays a single parent's loneliness. And then isn't trying to repartner them later. This isn't loneliness juxtaposed against now I've found this potential new partner. She doesn't. She, you know, is kindly together with that lead scientist guy. But you couldn't say that's like, oh, that's the new stepdad. Like, it doesn't go that far. Yeah. Just to see like loneliness on its own, like not as a setup to something else, I thought was really interesting.
0: Yeah, i'm I'm thankful they did it that way and didn't yeah. have the love inter- interest there because I mean the movie isn't about her ulti- mm-hmm. ulti- well I mean arguably she has a major role right and like we said at the start this movie is kind of about learning to love and then let go which yeah. is what she needs t- t- to do yeah right um th- or what she potentially needs to to do her husband mm-hmm. has left her but like she's she's going through a rough patch she already lost something major mm-hmm. and now she's potentially losing her kids and she's yeah. freaking out so i like i i understand why they portray- portrayed her that way and i'm thankful that they didn't do that love interest mm-hmm. and stuff but yeah like I, I i don't feel like the movie is really about her enough for me to have a strong opinion opinion I feel like she's just there, and yeah, she plays her role well, but I'm not really interested in her story,
1: yeah like I wouldn't say I had a very strong impression of her, but just like the way the movie included her and what the yeah. movie did with her and how she was directed into this story I thought was nice
0: it was pretty pretty well done if another thing so i
1: myself. i think is interesting is that e t doesn't necessarily neatly fill one checkbox in Elliot's life. We don't see that he's like devoid of friends, for instance. It's not like he's very lonely. He has no friends. And now here's this friend. And it's not, well, he's missing a dad, but it's not like, oh, here's the alien here to be my new dad. And he kind of acts like a big brother to E.T., but he is already a big brother. So I like that it wasn't neat. It wasn't like a one to one like ET e. yeah, is important in, because he fills a hole.
0: He's in the awkward spot cuz he is the middle yeah. sibling, right? Yeah. He's he is an older brother to Drew Barrymore's character. Um but he's also the runt of of the, of the like Yeah. of the boys. He's the small mm. one that they're all that they p- pick on and they make him go do all all, all of the, 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 the of the stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, he can then still boss around his little sister and stuff like that, but he also <laughs> yeah. doesn't, I mean, he, like what boy at that age is typically interested in what his sister, his younger sister is doing and the the hair and yeah, the makeup, not really. and, you know, <laughs> that, that is very rare. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, he's just in this weird in between state. Um, So yeah, like, so you you saw E.T. kind of checking multiple checkboxes for him.
1: Yeah, but not a hundred percent, and I like that he's just he cares about this character so much because of who he is, not because I was missing this thing in my life and you gave it to me. It's just like, you gave me you, yourself, just as this new friend, this cherry on top of my fairly okay life. You've Really enchanted me. You've really done me something special because you're special.
0: Yeah. Aww.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. That's that's interesting. I don't. I don't think I really saw it that that way or that you know like that this is he is a lonely child and he just needs a friend. Like I don't think I ever saw it that way. But then to to have Et c- c- come in and be like. Yeah, I'm just going to give you my all, because I need to survive and get home, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's it's a mm-hmm. strange thing. Strange position to be in.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I think my, my favorite part of the movie was when E.T. first, like, shows up, and it's, like, Elliot's home sick. Mm-hmm sick finger quotes and he's just (laughs) showing him all of his stuff like the way a little kid would do i'd like i love the show and tell scene yes
0: (laughs) i totally did that when i was a kid too like i wonder if i can put the thermometer up to the light bulb like they did (laughs) and and stay home sick from school smart boy yep yep um it, it barely ever worked but uh i tr- i sure tried it i was like yeah eh, eh, mom i am sick
2: eh,
0: eh, eh, i think i have a fever and the black lung but <laughs> you, you know that's that's what i did um yeah so you 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 liked the show and tell scene was that your favorite scene
1: I think so because of just how simple it is like he really is treating E.T. just like another friend like oh I have a new friend coming over to my house Mm -hmm. these are my toys and then he's also got that sense of like oh this is a new life form who doesn't know how life works I'm also going to show you like this is a fish you feed the food you know you feed the fish fish food
0: here's the ABCs here's how we communicate
1: yeah and i like that he's mix of him being just a friend
0: yeah yeah he's he's doing what the scientists kind of should have been doing like who are you where do you come from why are you here yeah we're at this location where are you from you know um and he's like like without even thinking about it he's just like this is earth we're here here's a yeah. globe this is also Earth here's a map this is Earth <laughs> on that map where are mm-hmm. you from you know and it just without even thinking about about, about it that's his first in inst instinct and that's so smart
1: yeah like he kind of knows he needs to act as some form of an ambassador yeah it's just just this cute childlike friendly ambassador
0: <laughs> which <laughs> Is kind of interesting because we don't know much about E.T. or his home p- planet or what he does for a living, or if he has a wife and g- kids, or <laughs> yeah, if Yeah, like, he we pays don't know taxes. how old
1: E.T. <laughs> yeah, how old is E.T.? Is E.T. also a child in his culture?
0: He's obviously smart enough to work electronics. Tr- 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 but th- then again, we don't know if that's because his race is just intelligently more yeah, it, like or like that much more intelligent than than we are, or not. Um, and so it's it k- kind of makes this inter interesting scenario because like w- th- there's kind of that stereotype t- t- of people like talking slower or saying things louder to someone who doesn't understand Mm -hmm. your language and it's like dude that's not gonna help like you know like that that just makes them like it it, it makes you seem that much more dumb because you're treating them like they're dumb and it's like no they could actually be really 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 smart and if you talk normally and start like (laughs) actually treating them like a human or like like an intelligent being you know yeah you'll be able to it like establish some kind of connection very soon you know and i think that's it's interesting that that's what the kid does almost right Mm -hmm. away of just like yeah i mean he still does talk a little bit slower and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. you know he's like i'm elliot you know
1: yeah um, And he's like oh you dummy don't drown yeah. in the bathtub <laughs> yeah um
0: but like it's it's interesting that that's that's k- kind of the approach that he takes he's like even though he still does k- kind of talk a little bit slower here and there he he treats him like hey you're an intelligent being you, like mm-hmm. we're here where are you from you know
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and so I, I thought that was really cool because, again, the scientists don't do anything like that, no. which just baffles me.
1: Yeah, like Elliot and E.T. treat each other as equals and the scientists yep. treat themselves as entirely outside of the situation. Yeah, Like, you guys are a balanced, you're two balanced scales. We are just the the fulcrum you're resting on. Like, we're outside of this.
0: Yeah, and it's it's interesting, too, because being like, kid you're often treated the same way right yeah oh you're, you're not as smart you're not as intelligent mm-hmm. you haven't learned yet you'll understand when you're older mm-hmm. kind of thing and so I think yeah. for them to kind of both approach it on a, like hey I know like I, I know I'm treated like this from my brother and his f- friends right so I know what what kind of position you're mm-hmm. in thing." So that's cool. That's good. Yeah, and I Wonderful. like
1: how the movie didn't... Like, it knows its audience well enough to say, like, we don't need to show all these scenes of, like, somebody telling Elliot he can't do something. Like, you've been a child. You know what it feels like to be a child when you feel like nobody nobody's really listening to you. Nobody's believing you. Like, we don't need to show him being lonely. Like, you remember right. when you were a kid and you wished you had more friends. Like, it trusts that that's just, like background context that everybody is coming to the movie with and it doesn't spend more time than it needs to on setting up every conflict or disappointment in Elliot's life because it knows the audience has been there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a good good p- p- point. Lots of nostalgia that this movie plays on nowadays. Yeah. So just like I remember what that was like having yeah. those adventures and playing D&D are D- 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 just hanging out with my fr- friends and go going on crazy adventures, you know, getting mm-hmm. into mischief. <laughs> um, so you said show and tell was your favorite part. Let me think. I my, my mm-hmm. what was my favorite part? Uh, I don't know. I I really liked. I. I want to say the the weird... When you first notice the connection bet- between them and you don't know what's yeah. happening at first when he yeah. is just home alone and yes. he's like, I'm hungry. I'm going to go eat some food. And he's like, eh, don't like potato salad. That's gross. Mm-hmm. And then he picks up a beer and he just starts drinking beer. And yeah. <laughs> they have this mental connection. And at first, like, you don't really know that they do or understand it, right? Yeah. And then the starts getting j- 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 drunk at school <laughs> and it's so great it's such a funny scene and The
1: entire school scene like start to finish is just buck wild that it's you have these like 10 year olds that have to kill the frog to dissect it like i dissected frogs when i was like 17 they were 17, all- already and they- dead right yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> i i never actually had to dissect any, any, anything but yeah mm-hmm. like that when that like two week curriculum was normally taught was in like my high school yeah and he can't be like but third or fourth grade yeah crazy but that whole scene though cause he yeah he, like he it starts out with him burping <laughs> yes and, and he's just like oop you know whoops sorry guys mm-hmm. and it just g- goes on you know and then he you can tell he's starting to get sleepy and he started to, mm-hmm. he just i'm slowing down i'm slurring my words and I, just oh uh, yeah okay um <laughs> but then there's the girl that he obviously <laughs> likes right like at and in, in, in the row next to him and like one seat behind him mm-hmm. and and <laughs> you can just like oh uh, he's at the point where he's starting to get brave (laughs) yeah yeah and he does the thing where the camera is from almost her perspective like right over her shoulder and he turns and has just like the goofiest smile just like the. yes (laughs) it's so good i was like he nailed it that like Mm -hmm. again just for one thing to have kids that age like be good actors but then like hey let's actually have you be something you've never been yet <laughs> like let's have yeah. let's act drunk and it's <laughs> like, the only th- thing that he has to go by it's like okay you're kind of tired but you are kind of more b- brave and you kind of a little more flowy and you kind of slow your <laughs> word, and you're just really happy you know, and you yeah. see this this girl that you really like, and you just have this big old goofy smile, and you're just like... <laughs> yeah, that is
1: such a unique challenge for a child actor. And he, and he nailed he it. He definitely nailed it. He nailed it. But then it was like,
0: it, it, it was the weird thing of um, not only seeing him in that state, but then he, you know, then he starts to be like,
2: I have to free the frogs! <laughs> um,
0: but then after that, like figuring out what the connection is because mm-hmm. they, they say it's it. When, when the scientists look at them, they only mention the brain waves, which mm-hmm. w- would imply on, only thoughts, maybe feelings or emotions based yeah. off of that. Yeah. But we also see like it, it's because acting, being drunk is different from acting drunk. Like Yes. being d- d- drunk is like because of chemicals within your body and the kid wouldn't literally have that in, in him but yet he still was like on the phone mm-hmm. with the pa- parents they say he is in to- intoxic- in- <laughs> yeah. intoxicated intoxicated um, so there's this weird c- kind of chemical thing where his body body starts producing those chemicals somehow which is yeah interesting um but then it's not only that and thoughts and emotions but he starts being like et starts being able to manipulate him without Mm -hmm. even realizing it because he's watching a movie and the kid is doing the same thing in his scenario that's happening in the movie Yeah, and it's like, like move for move, he's doing the exact same thing, but Et's not doing that. He's just watching a movie.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. It's not like Et watches the kiss in the movie, and he's like, I want to kiss somebody. Yeah, (laughs) it's
0: like all it's it's a strange, like mental, physical, chemical kind of connection that I don't think they really dive into enough and what that would be like. Because, um, again, in 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 the thought that they might one day remake this, um, you, you know, I was thinking, what would this be like mm-hmm. as a t- TV show instead? Like, if this was, like, a special, like, six-episode huh. or eight-episode TV show, what would this be like? Just a
2: mini-series.
0: And I think something Mm -hmm. about that connection would be interesting to explore and what it's like because, I mean, it's not necessarily love that you're letting go there, but almost the idea of addiction, right? You have this kind of chemical connection to someone, someone or something else, and now you don't and what that's like. Him,
1: yeah, that's that's a really interesting angle. I didn't think about that. He's not just gonna have like emotional loss, he has this sort of physical fallout after this, yeah, because they were so connected, and now that thing you've been bonded to physically is no gone. Like, what biological factors do we have going for us?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like the whole story behind Venom in the like in the in marvel comics and stuff like that yeah it was originally with peter parker Um, yeah and then eddie barack has it but you know whenever he's separated from it he wants it back like the he he wants to be with that symbiote um and it is symbiote not symbiote motherfuckers Um, (laughs) 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 but uh i digress um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I think something like that would be interesting to explore. I think, uh, I, 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 I still don't want to know about the scientists or the police. I just like, I like the th- the that looming p- yeah. presence being there, but us not mm-hmm. really knowing about them or who they are. I, I like, mm-hmm. like we mentioned, I think that's what made them scary. We couldn't see who they were. We didn't know what they were. Are these mm-hmm. just everyday hunters? Are they c- c- cops? Are they? Yeah. Is this some kind of government thing? They have some kind of like radioactive equipment, and you know so they're in suits. That's what those g- g- government boys did, you know, suits and g- guns.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: So I I would kind of like to see that explored more. Like how how far can they p- push that? Where there is some kind of government agency or some kind of authoritative figure that's looming over them but we don't actually know who it is yeah or or what they want with et exactly because obviously having an alien land that's a big deal right yeah uh so like stuff stuff is happening stuff is you know stuff is gonna go down that's newsworthy stuff that's like defense of the pl- the pl- the planet <laughs> stuff, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just just like what what is E. T.'s life like? We saw a l- little bit of that, you know, when he's home alone. But like, yeah, I it seemed like that story took place over a week or two.
1: Yeah, it's very short. And I, I like what you were talking about at the beginning that this is a very small scale movie like it's pretty much just in like the house the school and like the immediate neighborhood surrounding the house yep. that, sm- yeah.
0: that small bit in the forest um, mm. but it yeah like it, it's small but it takes place over a short amount of time as well and just knowing that yeah these kids still are in school and they do have to leave him often like yeah it, like we know he started taking their toys and making stuff with that but while it seemed like the film took place over maybe a week or, t- or t- t- two it seemed like he built the device he needed to in like a day
1: he's very smart which yeah
0: he's smart and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying like he <laughs> couldn't have d- done that but it's like <laughs> w- what else did he do in that time yeah
1: yeah, like, did he read an entire phone book? Who knows? Yeah. yeah, what are the continuing adventures of E.T.? Who
0: knows? Who knows? Do he
1: try on every hat in the house?
0: Maybe they'll make a sequel one day when the <laughs> kid is older and he comes back. E.T. Oh, potentially I, comes back. Who knows? Because they're, they're doing that Christopher Robin movie where yeah. Christopher Robin is older And Winnie the Pooh comes back and he's like, Yo, dude, you forgot about me. What the fuck?
1: I don't know if having already done Hook would make Spielberg more or less likely (laughs) to attempt something like this.
0: I don't know if... I mean, I guess Spielberg... I feel like he wouldn't want to, but at the same time, I kind of don't want him to. I don't know. Like, I would like to see someone else take this up.
1: I I am also intrigued in... Yeah.
0: Because, like, I mean, Spielberg is obviously still making movies. He just made Ready Player One. And despite hearing mixed feelings on that film, mm-hmm. like, he's still, v- more often than not, extremely good at what he does. And yeah. I would just ca- kind of like to see him take on more things rather than, like, I'm going to go back to something I've already done. Yeah. Just like, let's, I, I, I want to see you do something new.
1: Yeah, I think I am also intrigued in, like, what Elliot and his family, what their futures might be after this encounter. And I don't want to, like, I don't want a full film or anything, but Mm -hmm. I would like to know that this has been thought of, and I would like to know what other people have thought of it. Like, I think the most I would like to see is just, like, we're releasing a special, like, appendices book these are the storyboards of what we might do if we wanted to do something. And we don't think we will, but we had some ideas. And look, we kind of sketched them out and wrote some stuff down. Here yeah. you go. This is what we thought.
0: Huh. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking up the credits of the writer of this film, Melissa Matheson. Yes. Uh, just to see what else she's done
1: <laughs> I promise I'm not gonna only pick other Melissa related projects
0: <laughs> now I understand why you picked this <laughs> uh, um, so yeah she was married to Harrison Ford mm-hmm. uh, which is a pretty cool trivia fact but i'm I was kind of just curious uh as to like what else she had written um her she's uh, no longer alive right now, from mm-hmm. what I understand. Uh, died in 2015. Uh, I'm looking at her IMDb p- 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 page, but she's... Let's see. She mm. she wrote uh, E.T., the extraterrestrial video game. She wrote the Twilight Ooh. Zone, the movie, uh, in 1983. E.T., phone home the video game in 83. Um, do you remember the movie... The Indian in the Cupboard? Yes. She wrote that. She wrote the screenplay.
1: That, yeah, that, that seems like it would come from the same person.
0: Yeah, she wrote the uh, the Universal Studios Theme Park Adventures E.T. video game. She specifically wrote the E.T. character. Um,
1: so? She... <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I wasn't sure if I had seen E.T. before, but I have been on the ride. Have you ever been on that Universal ride, Kyle?
0: I feel like I have, but again, it was a long time ago.
1: I didn't get out there until I I was in college. Like, that was my college graduation thing, was that I went to Orlando for a week and I did the parks. Gotcha. Yeah. It's a beautiful ride. I recommend the ride. (laughs) It really replicates that, like feeling california like, scenery yeah yeah like that ride i think is a good representation of this movie in that it's just like warm and like whimsical and fun and you're just in some beautiful woods
0: yeah uh last but not least she also wrote the screenplay oh. for the bfg based off oh. the road the Ro- 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 doll book huh BFG.
1: Nice to see she kept on working on whimsical child adventures up until recently. Yeah, well, fairly recently. Maybe that script was around for a while. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah. So that's that's pr- pretty neat. Cause I I I I, I remember hearing t- tidbits of like, oh, like she's married to someone, and I was like, I didn't really remember who. So yeah, married to Harrison Ford. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah cool cool stuff good it's it's neat to see like women writers make something this classic and have it stand the test of time of course there's a whole bunch of people now that are like we need more women writers and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and you don't hear about it as often from people who did it in the past i feel like yeah um and i i I guess rightfully so because the the examples are few and far be- between most likely mm-hmm. um, but yeah it's, it's 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 neat it's neat to see it's like oh this was written by a woman that's cool yeah. i didn't know that
1: yeah there you go fun facts <laughs> yeah fun and then facts speaking also about spielberg i've i've seen plenty of his movies throughout my life but i with this one i wanted to think okay let me really pay attention to, can I quantify the Spielbergian-ness of this thing? Okay. Like, what are his touchstones? Like, I know content-wise what they are. Like, he loves, like, a child adventure and, like, you know, big warm hearts and whimsy and nostalgia and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I spent a lot of the movie trying to nail down, like, what is the stylistically, visually... What is he doing here that has made such an impression on so many people for decades? And I figured it out. I was able to phrase it that almost every frame of this movie, (laughs) almost every frame of this movie looks like it could be the poster for this movie. Sure. He shoots everything in such a dynamic, striking way that everything in the whole frame feels very poignant. Everything feels like he has shot it very personally and it has especially towards the beginning where there's lots of like long establishing shots of mm-hmm. the neighborhood and like the scientists going around investigating things and like big panning shots like across the the family's home there's a sort of languid quality to it and then there'll be something like very dynamic and bold in the frame and it felt very dreamlike to me and that'll be kind of slow and then there's this one like very visual striking memorable image in it that's gonna like stick with you and years later you're still gonna remember like that single tableau
0: Yeah, that makes sense let's see Cool. Um, do you have any kind of last thoughts on this film? Ah.
1: I'm glad I sat down and like consciously watched it as an adult. And I think it does have a lot of qualities that will keep people going back to it. Like, even if you didn't grow up with it, like, of course, I I didn't grow up with it. But absolutely, I'll show this to a kid. I yeah. think it's a very sweet Time, and I know, some, like some little kids might find ET like kind of creepy or weird looking, but mm-hmm. I think the and like there is a certain amount of menace I to mean, those government agents, but in the whole, it's very very sweet.
0: Yeah, I I think especially in regards to the alien thing. Yeah, like I kind of expect the alien to look weird <laughs> and. You know, <laughs> maybe a little, little bit disgusting and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like that's, that scene where he's on the rocks, like in the water, Ooh. like he fell down, I, I guess, in oh, there. He oh, looked yeah. terrible. Oh, I was like, yeah. Ooh, goodness, that does not look good. Rough news. That does not look fun. Um, Yeah, I, I, I think for, for me, it was fun to just go back and watch it since for us it had both been a really really long time um since we had seen it um and you you know that like there's so much new content coming out Mm -hmm. nowadays that it's hard you know you you can barely even watch one thing these days now yeah right but it's every now and then it's good to kind of go back to one of the classics or, 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 yeah. or something you had in your childhood and you're like i really liked this you know um and that's k- k- kind of what this was it was just like you know what let's let's go back and and look at this classic film and it was good it was fun yeah i enjoyed it mm-hmm. lots of mm-hmm. good stuff so i'm gonna go on and pitch something or pick something. I'm not sure. What what do you think we should do this this week? Should I come up <gasps> with three things and have you pick of those three things or should I just f- see if I can find mm. something?
1: Oh, do you have three I, I would I, like to I would like to pick a thing.
0: Okay. I will that sounds come fun. up with three options. I have I have one written down. Uh, uh-huh. actually maybe two. Um Yeah, I think I'll do that. Those two. I need a third, though. One is an anime. Uh Uh-huh. One is a comic book. Uh Uh-huh. And I need something else. It can be whatever. Doesn't matter if it's another comic or if it's a movie or something like that. Let me see. Well, let's see. What have we done so far? We did episode one was The Path. That's a TV show. Episode two was a comic. Three was an animated movie, technically an anime. Four was another comic. And five was a movie. So, be good for either TV show or movie. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Um, <laughs> most of this I will cut out in the actual episode but for <laughs> you guys in the live stream uh, you guys can hang out with us and uh, do all that stuff um, this is a live show you guys can be watching this live on TV slash the whatnots um, mm-hmm. but again I'm going to cut all of this out so if you are here thanks for j- joining us we appreciate it
1: Um, let's see. I am thinking, 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 thinking. (laughs) If you want to just pick something yourself and throw it at me, like, I can rise to the occasion. We don't have to do the choose three things and uh, pick one.
0: I I just need one more thing. (laughs) Yeah. Paul and I did this all the time. He wouldn't come prepared. uh, Or or I, I wouldn't. I'd be like, hold on. Let's, uh, (laughs) let's figure this out at the end here. Um.
1: Do you have access to Hulu, by the way? Uh, I don't right now, but I can sign up for one pretty easily. I think, like, Spotify has been sending me... Ads recently that's like, hey, we've got a deal where you can get like this much time free or like this much time discounted. That's like better than I know if
0: er, just if, anybody
1: wandering up there.
0: If you're a student, still, I'm not sure if you are or not. Uh, you nope. can get uh, Hulu and Spotify for like six bucks a month total.
1: Ooh, um, yeah. So
0: that's I a am good. I'm not,
1: deal. but I know I can get Hulu cheaper, and it's probably a good idea for me to get it for this show.
0: Um yeah and eventually hopefully down the road we'll have like a communal uh hulu account or something that we can all use yeah that'd be cool um let's see so i have two things i need one more thing i'm thinking of i'm thinking how long is that show let's see (laughs) i don't even know if i spelled that right um, Wikipedia <laughs> Great audio quality
1: content. <laughs> right oh, I spent so much time trying to track down something to suggest for this before. It was just like just pick a very common movie anyone could find.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um So that could that's 26 episodes. We could do it cuz they're all half an hour. But Let's see. How long is that one? I have that one, too. Dr. Google, don't fail me now. Why did it? Oh. Took me to the video game. It's 24 episodes that's not too bad I'll put that one in there I think that'll be my third okay okay um, so I'm gonna move on to pitching something for this next week um, not sure if we're going to keep that, that system going down the road. I think you and I have said we probably will, but we will think of something else just in c- c- case. Um,
2: Yeah. we'll
1: t- t-
0: talk about it at a later date, but I have three mm-hmm. options for you, Melissa. Uh huh. Number one is something that I have pitched on the show before a couple of times, um, it's a favorite anime of mine called Kids on 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 the Slope.
1: Kids on the Slope?
0: Kids on the Slope, yes. It is made by the same creator as Cowboy Bebop, or uh, what else has he made? Space Dandy, um, Samurai Champloo, stuff like that. Um, and mm-hmm. This is one of his more lesser-known ones, and a lot of his anime... Uh, has heavy influences from music genres. Uh huh. Uh, and like for example, Sh- Samurai Champloo is his hip hop influenced. One Cowboy Bebop is like his jazz funk. Space Dandy mm-hmm. is like disco. Um, Kids on the Slope is both classical and jazz. It's a. Huh. It's about a student who moves to a new town who is he's a classical piano player uh, and he kind of gets in in trouble in his first day at school uh, because he kind of gets mixed up with the school bad boy Um, (laughs) and so they're in detention and the school bad boy is kind of banging on the table just drumming with his fingers just (laughs) Mm -hmm you know yeah. um and the new students like is that is j- that j- 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 jazz are are, are 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 you a drummer he's like yeah you know what jazz is he's like i play piano <laughs> um so they kind of become f- friends but he, he is learning to play jazz which he has a classical background, which is very like, I'm going to follow the notes exactly. Yeah. Whereas Jazz is like, loosen up, live, like make up your own shit, mm-hmm. you know, just hit something. Um, and so it, it's, it's hard for him to kind of get out of himself. So it's, it's very good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I believe it's only like 13 episodes, um, but it is also a very emotional one. It makes oh. me cry. Oh! It does, and it is one of my favorites. Uh, so that is pitch number one. Pitch number two is a book that I haven't pitched on the show yet, but I've been wanting to for the longest time. Uh, and that is Gotham Academy.
1: This Is a, a comic?
0: It is a comic. So I want to do the first two volumes of Gotham Academy, mm-hmm. and the elevator pitch for this book is Imagine Harry Potter set in Gotham City. And that's that one. Um, this follows a group of kids who are at a school in Gotham, and they kind of get into all sorts of mischief and uncover some mysteries about the school and Arkham Asylum and stuff like that. Um, and it, 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 yes, it takes place in Gotham, gotham in the dc universe but you don't need to know anything these are all brand mm-hmm. new characters um and batman really only makes a cameo so it's not okay. it's not like this is like heavy in continuity or anything like that you can hit the ground running from issue one uh, and you'll be good okay. to go so that's pitch number two. The first first two volumes of gotham academy um my third pitch, which was the one that I was having trouble deciding on, mm-hmm. um, is another one of my favorite anime series um, called Steins Gate. Huh. I've, I've mentioned this a number of times on the show, but I don't think I've ever actually pitched it. Um, I, I watched this show, I think, for the first time or i i had started it and then i i think I, I watched i i rewatched the first couple episodes and finished it with paul back when he mm-hmm. and i were still roommates um and we loved it it's about time travel and this guy who is this self-proclaimed mad scientist even though he's just a dork like me um and he's an inventor and he accidentally creates time travel using a cell phone and a microwave <laughs> and yeah and so they start like changing things and they're like oh shit it works and then something happens and they're like oh shit we have to undo everything um, and so it, it's, it's them kind of figuring out what they need to do to set everything back the way it should have been um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it's, it's incredible because I, I really like time travel stuff, but it is very, very well researched and done. Okay. Um, and like surprisingly how good of research and science went into like, let's make this actually believable and realistic. Um, so they, 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 I mean, and I guess that t- depends on how believable and realistic you find time travel to be but uh (laughs) instead of like sending people back in time and they're like oh we can't like find ourselves in the past and all that stuff they only send information they they can only send like 40 characters worth of a text back Um, and it, it's also based on the technology, right? They have to have something that can receive that technology, that information, um, and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty fascinating. Uh, but that one is a little bit longer. It's still doable in a week. It's twenty four episodes. Um, they're all half an hour. Um, so it you know it'd be like watching maybe like twelve episodes of an hour long TV show. Something mm-hmm. like that. So that is pitch number three. Pitch number one was Kids on the Slope. These
1: are all very good picks. I'm intrigued by all of these.
0: <laughs> uh, pitch number one is Kids on the Slope. Pitch number two is Gotham Academy. And pitch number three is Steinsgate. What is speaking to you, Melissa? What are you thinking?
1: I think I can... I've got a general idea of what Gotham Academy and Steinsgate might be, just knowing, like... Uh, I, I can predict those decently well, what the tone and, like, what the structure might be. Kids on the Slope seems very out there to me. Like, I can't, based on your description, I'm like, what, what genre is this? What are the, the plot conflicts? How are the characters going to grow? I feel the least prepared to deal with that one, so that's the one I'm going to pick. Okay. Let's watch, let's find out what Kids on the Slope is for me.
0: There there you go. Um, Yeah, I'm excited. I love that one. Uh, It's a bit more of a slice of life style.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Uh, Each of the episodes are named after a, like, a famous jazz song. Um, Okay. the, the, The music is fantastic. I love the music. Um, nice, but, but yeah, it's good. It should be fun. Um, if you got I believe it's on Hulu. Uh, if you okay. guys have access to Hulu, you guys can find it there. Uh, I think currently they're actually putting out like a sequel anime right now that I haven't seen or no. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my computer screen right now and I have the Steinsgate Wikipedia up. And mm. they're doing that for Steinsgate. But Steinsgate isn't oh. what we're talking about. So yeah. I'm, I'm all Later. over the place here. Yeah. Um, Kids on the, the Slope. I believe it's only 13 episodes. Um, it's really good. Highly recommend it. S- nice. Slice of life, a lot of good music, uh, and very emotional. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, once again, if you guys are joining us in in the live show on Twitch, uh, you guys can be watching this uh, basically every every week on Twitch TV slash the whatnots. Come hang out with us. You can talk to us in the chat and read along, watch along. You can give us your thoughts on what, what whatever it is we're talking about that week and we'd love to have you guys come follow us on twitch um that being said next week is kids on the slope go watch that come join us for that go like subscribe on all of the places all of the social medias tell a friend tell a foe. um <laughs> do, yeah go sell your soul do whatever you have to do to spread the word about this show we could really use the help and the support so go follow us on all that stuff. Um, however, if you cannot make the live streams, that's a okay. This goes up as a podcast and on YouTube, no matter what galaxy you are in. A week later, uh, so this uh, this episode that we just recorded will be up next week. The kids on the slopey will be recording next week, and will go up the week after that. Um, but it'll be it, it'll just be next week for you guys who are listening as a podcast uh that being said if you enjoyed this show if you like our other shows all that stuff uh we got some more of those coming for you down the road go to patreon.com slash the whatnots and throw us a buck just a single dollar that helps us out Mm -hmm. a ton uh to keep the lights on keep these mics on um, and, buy
1: us some Reese's Pieces yeah you
0: can buy us some Reese's Pieces um, <laughs> if, if we get enough money we'll spend it on some Reese's Pieces um, but we could definitely use your support for that so join us next week and we, we will uh, we will be t- talking about kids on the slope Melissa where can they find you where can
1: I am see? on Twitter at Wilky-Witt, WilkyWit W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T
0: and there you go. And you can find me personally at hush315, and you can follow this, all of our podcasts uh, at the Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, so go, go find us there. We will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Adios, guys. Bye. Bye.